Hey.
Okay. So so Ida said she's just going to be listening, huh? And Dana called me a while ago and said that she's uh, she was still working. Uh, well, it's been less than an hour ago, but she's still working. Paul, fine. But I she's going to now. Uh, for the post office. No. How is she feeling? She's been sick. Oh, Dana. Well, yeah. uh, she's back. She, she's back to work, um, and I think she's doing very well now with that problem. That's um, good. Yeah, yeah. She she uh, had some kind of corrective surgery, and and uh, I think she's uh, good on that on that. Thing. Well, and uh, Miss Christie, she said she was going to call me last week, but she never has called me, so I don't know what's going on with her, if she's here or has uh, forgot it or just listening. I guess I need to call her because I hadn't talked to her. She hadn't called me. So... So, so I will. Well, if that if that's the way it goes, <laughs> looks like I'll be the only reader until uh, Dana gets here. And Martha, I hadn't talked to Martha. I don't know what what's going on with her. Y'all keep praying for Martha because she's um uh, she needs our prayers. For health or something else? Huh? For her, her health or for something else? Why is she a new prayer? Yes. I'm on here, Aunt Janice. Oh, goody. Goody, goody. There's Dana. Miss Tina, okay. she has cancer. Oh. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Now, believe it or not, I had to turn my volume down. It was so loud I couldn't couldn't hear from that way. Okay. Well, Dana, it's going to be me and you reading. Oh, Jan ain't going to read? She's en route somewhere. Oh, okay. Well, um, I'm wondering if it's just me or or does anybody else hear your phone cutting out? Hear my phone? I don't know where it is. Okay, I'm my phone. It sounds like it. Yeah, Uh, to me, but it could be mine. I don't know. I don't notice yours cutting out. All right, you sound better now. Okay. All right. Well, let's pray. Father, we come in that in in the tonight for another time to talk with you, Lord, to read your word and to see what we can learn about your word, Lord. 
and I pray tonight you might hover over us and and whisper in our ears, Lord, that that you would want us to know and understand about the early beginnings. Lord, just teach us truth and help us to see your hand in everything, Lord. I pray a blessing on everybody that's here. I pray that you would minister to people's body, Lord, for her head to her foot, that she might get some relief there, Lord. I pray for Martha that you'd help her and all these folks that's got cancer, Lord, all of them you know, and uh, we do bring them before you, Lord, to as a reminder that that our faith is in you. Bless, bless it, Lord, I ask that you would, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, what I want to know, Dana, is where are we? I was just fixing to turn to it and say, <laughs> I've done, I done jumped ahead, everybody, and read to way off somewhere. Uh, we're just in. Uh, I. My pen is on the third chapter, but I thought I thought we talked about uh, the the uh, them eating apple, didn't we? Yes, ma'am. Uh, we I know we got to verse sixteen and seventeen. Maybe we're on. I mean, maybe we're on verse seventeen. I've got a little a little mark here on twenty. Would that be it? Yeah, that sounds good to me because we talked about the serpent uh, oh. being maybe, maybe uh, did did we say that I wanted to? Tina, didn't I tell you that I wanted to go back and go over some of this? Yeah. Uh, okay, let's just start reading back at 14, Dana, and uh, we, okay. we've already, but, but let's just rehash that. Uh, now, oh, here's something I wanted to, you know, as there are seven dispensations, there is seven covenants that we could talk about um, this uh the, and we we all need to have a pencil, but we don't have. But let me just mention these covenants because we're going to start off on the, the second covenant. We've already talked about the first covenant, which is the Edenic, E-D-E-N-I-C, or Eden, that while they were Eden, in innocency, that was the the covenant was the Edenic covenant. And then the next covenant is the no Noah Noadic covenant. That's the uh Noah and the flood. The third one is the Abrahamic covenant and then the Mosaic covenant, then the Palestinian covenant and the Davidic covenant and then the, the new covenant, which is uh, relates to the kingdom age, 
That's the covenants. Now, you remember uh, what we said about the um, the dispensations? You remember them? Yes, the first, yes the first one. The first one was right. conscience. The second was human government. The third one, promise. The next one was law. The next one was grace. And the last one was the kingdom. So that's the the um, uh, the uh, the covenants and the dispensation. Okay, so we start here on uh, fourteen, and we're into the Adamic covenant, the second covenant. And the Lord God said unto the serpent. Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. Wait a minute. I'm. <laughs> what verse are you on? Fourteen. Uh, chapter three, verse fourteen. Okay. And I will put in, enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Okay. Uh, after after he's cursed that, uh, and like I said before, no word does it say that this snake is. Uh, uh, embodies Satan, but it's implied all through there that this is actually Satan uh, entering into the body of this subtle uh, creature, ever what it was, uh, who entered into him. And uh, that's like they say that the rapture is never mentioned in the Bible, but we believe that there is a certain happening called the rapture that uh, is going to take place. But but right here, um, uh, we know that the, this is all the devil's work. Uh, and he he said. Uh, uh, this is going. This is going to be a battle between the devil and the Lord, and uh, it's that seed is the devil, and her seed is uh, Mary's child or Jesus Christ, and it shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Now, which wound is the worst? To bruise your heel or bruise your head? The head. Yes, and that's what Christ. That's what Christ is going to do to the devil, and uh, the devil's going to cause trouble. Jesus had to die for the sin of the world or get his heel bruised, but the devil's going to get his head, his very life bruised. Uh, verse 16, then he says, And then unto the woman, he said, 
I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, cursed is the ground for thy sake, and sorrow shalt thou eat of all eat of it all the days of thy life. Now we talked about this last week, and I believe it was Dana that said or maybe Tina, that possibly childbearing wouldn't have been such a, a painful ordeal had not the woman been cursed with this. But now we know next to death comes the, the pain that, that comes in childbearing. And also the curse also is uh, that she is taken out of any... Uh, uh, what do you say? Uh, she's not the boss of anything. <laughs> her desire shall be to her husband, and uh, she's the the husband will rule over her, and her desire shall be to her husband, <clears throat> just like um, um, let's see. Uh, uh, Back over here, it's uh, the same thing is is talked about where it is. Um, maybe it's maybe it's over there talking about. Oh, it's uh, it's in the next chapter where uh, this little lamb's desire would be to Cain, but we won't talk about that now. But that's uh, the wife is going to be at the husband's disposal. That's that's the thinking there, that uh, she is a help meet for her husband, and uh, he will have the deciding factor. He shall rule over her, and uh, like Tina said last week, she's seen a lot of men she didn't want ruling over her. And uh, I said, you know, and our kids need to know these things that they better be sure when they get married that that they can submit to that man, that he's a man and not a spoiled boy. Because that's, it's going to be, I mean, if you're going to be pleasing to God, it's it's just that way. <clears throat> And, of course, the ground brought forth abundantly there in the Garden of Eden. There was not anything that it, it, it was just life, and it just sprang forth. And there's never been anything like it or since on, on this earth. But now it bears the curse of, uh, of God. The curse is on the land. And my goodness, if it was blessed, we couldn't hardly stand it to be good. But it's it's uh it's it's the the ground is cursed 
the the whole creation grown as as the Bible says. The whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain. It tells us until it's delivered from under the curse when when Jesus comes back. <clears throat> I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Uh, y'all remember me saying that everything in uh, all sounds in nature is in the minor key. Y'all remember me saying that? Nature. Say it again, Oh. That you know, in music, there's a major key and a minor key, and the minor is just a little bit off of the major, and that's a mournful sound. And um, like if I was to say do, and if I want to minor it, I'd say do. No, I, I don't think that's it. Let's see. It's a half a step off of the the um, the major key, and uh, and they say that even birds or anything makes a noise. It's in. It's not a true music note. It's in the minor key. Y'all ever heard that? I've never heard that. <laughs> well, I, 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 that impressed me so. I've known it. You might say all my life, but I try to share that every chance I get because somebody <laughs> told me that, and I guess it's a truth. It makes sense that. Uh, you know, it's a true note. It's a true note. But if everything's under the curse, well, you know, it's just not quite up where it needs to be. Half a step off. <clears throat> Did you get that, Tina? So which, which, is it, is it a back key or right key? I'm what it would be a, she asking on the piano would it be a black key or a white key well the white key is middle c and then the next uh black key would be one half step off no Mom, i've never heard that that's interesting though yeah it is Oh, okay, then verse verse 18, it says, Thorns also and thistles shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it wast thou taken, for thus thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. I guess maybe there was no such thing as a thorn or a thistle before the before the earth was cursed. Reckon? That's what I believe. 
that. Are you saying that you believe there were no thorns or thistles before it was cursed? Right. Uh, it it kind of sounds like that. Yeah. I was wondering what work he had to do. There. <laughs> you know, it says for him to tend the garden. I guess that means pick the fruit. Because apparently there weren't any thorns or thistles on it. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? It'd be that bad then, right? Isn't that what it says? I don't know if it says it here or not, but doesn't it say in the Bible that it'll be that way again? Like the Garden of Eden? Or am I mistaken? You, you'll you have to answer because I, I can't understand her. Okay, she asked, won't it be like that again one day, like in the Garden of Eden? Oh, yes, definitely. Yes, indeed. The curse will be removed. Yes. Amen. Uh, and, you know, this is an humbling thing to think about there in the last part of that 19th verse. He said, uh, you're going to return unto the ground. You're going to return to the ground because out of it you were taken. And out of it, you're going to go back to it. I know. I was thinking about that. That sounds just so the end, don't it? It sounds depressing. Right. Our, our bodies are going to return to the earth, but our spirits are not going to return to dust. They're going to go on to higher places, right? Right. Yep, just to think about that creation day when, when the Lord God, Jehovah, is. May fashioned that mud ball and uh, and made a man and laid it there and breathed life into it. That's just uh, that's just something your mind can't hardly comprehend. Oh, hey, uh huh. Hey. Um, a couple of months ago over here at this church in Oklahoma, um, Kent's pastor was talking about how that the heaven that we go to, that when we die, okay, we die, that we're not going to go to the heaven that you hear talk about in the Bible with streets of gold and gates of pearl and um, all that. That's not where we go when we die. And uh, that threw me for a loop. I said, oh, this man is preaching a heresy because all my life I've just been under the impression that we're going to be in that in that heaven. But I called the old faithful brother Johnny, and he said, no. He said, that man is right. He said, uh, we will go where Jesus is. Go where? 
where Jesus is. Well, where is Jesus? He's at the right hand of the Father, but it does not say that that we will be going to heaven. He said the heaven that, that is talked about in the Bible where the streets of gold and the pearl and the walls of jasper and all that, he said that comes down after um, Jesus' return with the new heaven and the new earth. So there's an old heaven that we'll be in where Jesus is. And I, I've been asking everybody, did you know that? Did you know that? And there's been some that said, yeah, I knew, I've known that all my life. And, and some people that says, no, I did not know that. And I'm just curious, do y'all, have y'all ever heard that? I've never heard of that. I've well, heard no. that there are seven heavens. Seven heavens? Yeah, that's what I've heard. That one, I have heard that there are seven heavens. Well, all I know is the one that 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 I was. I mean, my my antennas went up like a red flag on that one, and I said, no, 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 he he ain't right. And I always go to Brother Johnny Woodard because he's a he has a doctorate in the Bible and he knows it all. And uh, Brother Johnny agreed with him. He said, yeah, that's right. Um, he said, we don't go to that one where the walls are dressed and the streets are gold. He said, we go to be with Jesus wherever he is. So, I mean, that just blew my mind. I've never heard that before. But he said, it's not that one. That He said, that's the new heaven. But it, and it does say that um, that you'll be with me in paradise today. You'll be with me in paradise. It don't say you'll be with well, me. In well, heaven. I know. And on the cross, um, and that he was in paradise with them that had died before Jesus was on the cross and died. But after that, didn't Jesus leave? Uh, take the de- keys of death and hell and leave paradise? Yes. Uh, see, he 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 took uh, paradise with him, like he told that man. He said, "Today you'll be with me in paradise." And and um, when when they died, it, he took all of the living saints and uh, and well, all the inhabitants of paradise. To be with him everywhere he's at, and I always thought he was in in some heaven. Yeah, well, where the he's at the right hand of the Father, everywhere right. the Father is. That's right, and that's what I told Brother Johnny, and he said, "Yeah, he's at the right hand of his Father, wherever that is." And I'm like, "What? I'm just blown away." <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't I don't know if there's a scripture that that uh, that says it plainly that you know we always comfort one another with these thoughts that uh, uh, it's going to be streets of gold and and uh, 
and all of that where we're going. Yeah. I'm not well, convinced that's, that's where yeah. we're going. Well, that's what I, when I talked again to uh, Kent's pastor, he had a scripture that night. He was showing us a scripture that night when he was preaching it. And um, when I told him later on, I said, I thought you was teaching heresy when you said that. He laughed and he said, no. And I told him, you know, what Brother Johnny has said, but I'll have to find out where that scripture is. Um, I'll have to find out. Uh, I'm not sure. Now, I know when, when uh, uh, what John saw, he said, I saw the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven, is what it says, I believe. Coming down to earth, you know, out out of heaven, and I mm. I thought that was, you know, I feel like it's going to be on the earth at least. the The millennial kingdom is going to be on the earth. Yeah, well, uh, Brother Johnny told me he, I mean, he didn't have an answer. He just said, "Yeah, Jesus is uh, wherever." Oh, I mean, we will be wherever Jesus is. And I said, well, where is that? And he said, wherever Jesus is. <laughs> so well, he didn't really have an answer. I would have to say that uh, in heaven, no matter what uh, happened it is. That's, you know, what John saw was that uh, he said, I didn't see a temple for the Lord God Almighty. And the Lamb or the temple. So, you know, to be in the presence of God, that's heaven. And who knows what it's going to look like. Yeah. I don't know if I heard a preacher saying something to that effect about that, you know, or what, but. I was discussing that very thing with someone, asking them what they thought about it, you know? And I decided <laughs> that if, if we remain on earth with Jesus and God remains in the heaven with the streets of gold and all, he may have the 144,000 with him there, and we may stay with Jesus on the earth. But if we do, it's got to be a paradise. I mean, you know that song, who could ask for anything more? Somebody say something. If we're with Jesus, we're in paradise, you're right, and we're in heaven. Yes. Now, uh, uh, Christy, are you there? Christy? I guess she's gone. Yes, I'm here, but I'm muted. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you, where have you got Bible for that seven heavens? Uh, no, I, I hadn't doing, done my own research. 
What would uh, you research? I've, I've never, I've never uh, read that. I've heard the world talk about it. he was in seventh. He was in the seventh heaven. <laughs> I've heard that before. Like that. I'll check it out. Okay, well, like I say, wh- wherever it is, we'll, we, it'll be heaven. That's right. <clears throat> uh, okay, verse 20, is that where we're at? Verse 20. Yeah. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. Uh, this this gets into the 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 good the good thing. Um, that's uh, coats of skin. <coughs> coats of skin. This is a type of Christ made unto us righteousness, a divinely provided garment (coughs) that the first sinners might be made fit for God's presence. That's what we were talking about the other night, uh, Dana, about (coughs) I gave him my old tattered garment. Gave me, or was you there? Were you there Wednesday night, Dana? No, ma'am. Remember, I oh. got, I wasn't there. Well, anyway, we talked about that this garment that's provided for us. <coughs> we talked about that man that was at the wedding, and he did not have a wedding garment on. And uh, that's that's the only, unless you submit to the blood the shed blood of Jesus Christ flying from the foundation of the world and he provides that robe, then you'll be cast out also. So coats of skin made Adam and Eve acceptable. God could look on them again with favor because the... the, uh, there's no the shedding of blood brings remission of sins. So he sees that skin covering Adam and Eve. <clears throat> so they they was once again uh, could talk with him and fellowship with him. But you know they they had to submit, like I said, they had to submit, and that's a rub today. People won't submit to Jesus to be uh, clothed with His righteousness, uh, and that there's no salvation if if they don't. They if you're thinking of any other way to to please God. Uh, you, you miss heaven. <clears throat> you just, you know, I think about that this morning. I was reading my Bible. <clears throat> You've just got to kind of got to immerse yourself in the thought and make sure that your thoughts agree uh, with your theology. Uh, 
and and you know it's good to just uh to to pause and and put yourself there at the cross of Calvary and make sure that you're in agreement that you see yourself hanging on the cross with Jesus Christ that he 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 took your place you know, you're guilty, and you're on that cross, and you're going to die. And you've got to see yourself as Jesus saying, I'll take your place. And you see yourself in thanksgiving saying, oh, my goodness, thank you, Lord. I, it wouldn't have done no good if it killed me anyway because I'm a sinner. But, but I accept what you did for me. And and with thanksgiving, I, I'm I'm right there at at your crucifixion, and we need to see ourselves just like that. And then you always remember Christ died for me. I know that He died for me. I submitted to His death. I got off the cross and let Him do it for me. Oh. Amen. Huh? I said amen. That was good. Oh, okay. Uh, verse 22 says, And the Lord God said, Behold, the man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat, and live forever. Therefore, the Lord. <laughs> Therefore, the Lord God sent him from the Garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man, and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword, which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. So there he said, in verse 22, he said, lest he do that, he said, I've got to, uh, I've got to ordain some uh, guardians and they'll be called a cherubim and, uh, and they'll have a sword in their hand and it'll turn, there's no way that they could touch that tree because I've got my guard set up there. And uh, he said, because if he, if he, uh, and that's kind of reminded me of eternal salvation. There's no way to get out of God's good graces once he gives you his eternal life. And there's no way that Adam and Eve could have got to that uh, tree of life and lived forever. That would have been a bad thing in God's economy for them to live forever. And I don't understand all that, but evidently it would have been a bad thing. But there was no way because he guarded it with uh, with these cherubims that had a flaming sword. I don't know how long that stayed there. Probably till the the flood 
come. Maybe. Well, see, that, that's what I was talking about that night. I thought it was still there. I thought it still existed. It's just guarded, but I, 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 I didn't know for sure. I just thought it oh, was. Oh, yeah. I had always thought I that. Remember, I remember you talking about that now. But it's all since the uh, the the sin cursed earth. God took did away with everything at uh, Noah's flood, and uh, <clears throat> I think it'll be in the new Jerusalem. We will have the tree of life again, though. Oh, I I think so too. Why do we want it? Just for just for uh, pleasure, I think, and uh, I started to say nourishment, but <laughs> I don't know if our bodies are going to need to be nourished or if we'll eat. I don't know. Well, we know we're going to live forever. That's I, you know, I. I never thought of us having to need that tree because God, God is what makes us live forever. That's what I, I always thought. I, I thought it does say, though, that it describes it, that the tree of life is in the middle of the... Uh, yeah. Somewhere yeah, in there. But I didn't know why we would... Actually, I've never given that too much thought, but I don't know why we would need that if God gives us eternal life, and he does. You know, we know he does, don't we? I don't think we're going to need, I don't think we'll need anything, but boy, I'd like to see it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I would do. And I'd, I'd. I'd like to eat it too. Yeah. Well, I love fruit. Uh, that twelve twelve manners of fruit. It said that it's going to go along that river. <laughs> I sure want some of that. Me too. I I don't. I don't recall that. It says that, uh, that there's 12 different fruits growing along that river. Fruit trees. What was it? Does it say that there are 12 different fruit trees growing along that river? Right. 12 manner of fruit trees. So, oh. where is that? I want to look it up and read it. What book is it uh, in? It's in the Revelation, you know, where it's described in heaven. Yeah. I just looked at it just a minute ago. Okay, uh, look it up. I get, get my Bible out of my optic. <laughs> that uh, thing that is It's the 22nd everything. chapter of Revelation, Tina. It's which, which chapter? 22, Revelation okay. 22. <coughs> uh, but, but just 
as a way of uh, review, uh, remember we we just got through with the the innocence that uh, after they sinned, that that dispensation ended, and then when they drove, uh, when God drove them out of the garden, that started the second dispensation, which was conscience. They had a conscience. They can true choose to do right or they can choose to do wrong. So this, this is the second dispensation. So, and the second one is Adamic and conscience? Well, now you're talking about the, the treaty. I mean, the uh, what they call the covenant. That's, that's one of the covenants. But this is Which the dispensation. One? Dispensation means time. And the covenants is agreements between God and men. Okay, so conscious is the second dispensation? Oh, oh right. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Let, let me read you what, what my help says here. Oh. By disobedience, man came to a personal and experimental knowledge of good and evil, of good as obedience, of evil as disobedience to the known will of God. Through that knowledge, conscience awoke, expelled from Eden and placed under the second or Adamic covenant. Man was responsible to do all known good, to abstain from all known evil, and to approach God through sacrifice. That's the only way. Uh, in that, uh, in in conscience, you know, there wasn't no sin, so there wasn't no sacrifice until they sinned. But now, we've got to have a sacrifice in the, the second dispensation because they know right from wrong. Okay, well that that finished that uh, that finished that that chapter. I'm gonna make sure I'm putting my pen in the right place. We'll be in chapter four. Next Monday, huh? Right. Right. Uh, Ida, would you still be here with us? I guess not. Christy, it's good to you. Okay. Hello? It's good to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, and Tina, uh, uh, Christy, it's good to hear from you. Hello? Oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Uh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? I do now. Okay. Is that Christy? It's good. I'm sorry. Who's talking? 
Are you Ida or are you Christy? Ida. Ida. Okay. Oh. So I okay. It's been good, girl. And uh, we'll we'll stop off here and uh, and uh, catch y'all next week, Lord willing. Okay. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for everything. Thank you, Lord, for meeting with us tonight. Thank you, Lord, that we got a brain that we can think about these things. We've got a book that we can trust and know the the that we're we're believing truth. Lord, and our mind goes back to that time that you died on the cross of Calvary and Lord what a wonderful thing you did for us. And I believe, Lord, and I know in my heart and in my mind that you died for me. Thank you, blessed Lord, for dying for me. I was lost and undone. But yet you took my place on the cross of Calvary. And I thank you for it, Father, for so, so, so much that to when I'm absent from this body, I can be present with the Lord. Father, I pray you'd bless these dear ladies, and especially Tina there, Lord, continue to just wipe the sickness away from her body, Lord. Mm-hmm. And I pray for Martha that you would do that for her, too. And for these other dear sweet ladies, Lord, I pray you'd bless them, everyone. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 See you next week, Lord willing. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye.